Well, hello there and welcome to Building the Ark with yours truly, Rose Shiku. This is a podcast where we focus on ourselves. We talk about personal growth, self-building and personal development. Building the Ark is about hope, encouragement, transformation and living life to the fullest with purpose and intention. Destiny pushes. That's the topic for today. Destiny pushes, working your way into your destiny. Well, we've all heard the term destiny helper. We use it here and then, everywhere. But today we are going to use the term destiny pusher. A reference for today is the book of Ruth, chapter 1 and chapter 2. It's a story about Ruth and her mother-in-law, Naomi. So when we talk about the term destiny helper, who is a destiny helper? These are people that they add value to you. They connect you to the top. They facilitate your destiny. These are people that are strategically designed and positioned to help you arrive at your unexpected end. These are people that help you succeed. These are helpers. So in this case of Ruth and Naomi, Naomi was Ruth's destiny helper, but we're going to call her a destiny pusher. So going back to their story, Naomi was married and she and her husband had moved to the town of Moab where Ruth was. So Naomi had two sons and her sons married Ruth and another lady called Oprah. So it got to a point that Naomi lost her husband. Her husband passed away. And then Naomi's two sons passed away. So her two daughters-in-law were now widows. And she was also a widow. So Naomi decides, you know, I have nothing left for me here. So let me just go back to my hometown. And I'm just going to say goodbye to my two daughters-in-law because I really have nothing much to my name or to offer them. So let me bid them goodbye and let me go back home. But Ruth refuses to be left behind. She says, I'm going to go with you. Wherever you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. But Opera decided um, she's going to stay behind. So they leave and go to Bethlehem. And then Ruth finds herself a job gleaning in the field, which belongs to Boaz, a very rich man. Boaz happens to be a relative of Naomi. And eventually through her connection and instructions, Ruth becomes the wife to Boaz. So that's the story in a snapshot. Um, the moral of the story is that Ruth was connected to Boaz through Naomi. So Naomi was her destiny helper, but as we are calling it today, destiny pusher. Why am I using the term destiny pusher versus destiny helper? Because we live in a microwave instant generation. So in this microwave instant generation, we like things instant and quick. We want things fast. So when people hear of a destiny helper, they're expecting instant quick help that is hand, just handed to you. So for example, if you're starting a business, a helper is just going to come and give you the check for the capital that you need. 
If it's an opportunity that you need, then the helper is someone who knows someone in high places, puts in a good word for you, and there you go. You get your opportunity that you wanted. So let us have this comparison between destiny helpers and destiny pushers. And this is to clarify why I'm calling them destiny pushers. So in the microwave instant generation that we have, we expect the destiny helper to show up with the word destiny helper on their forehead. I mean, they just, it's just on their forehead. They come looking like a destiny helper. They come walking like a destiny helper. They come talking like a destiny helper. Let's look at Ruth and Naomi. Naomi was her mother-in-law. Here she is. She's a widow and she has no children. Both her sons are dead. So she had nothing to her name. So she did not look like a helper at all. She had nothing to her name. Another comparison. The microwave generation, they expect praises and affirmation. If we look at verse 18 in the story of Ruth and Naomi, Naomi stopped speaking to Ruth. She actually gave Ruth a silent treatment. And then Naomi called herself bitter and she complained that God has forgotten her. So there was no praises. There was no affirmation from this woman. This woman who is her destiny pusher was quiet, not talking to her. She was bitter. She was complaining. The only time she talked is when she was complaining. Another comparison is that the microwave generation, they'd like to be comfortable, taking no risks. But let's look at Ruth. Ruth left her comfort zone. She left her familiar ground. She took a risk. Even when Naomi told her, go back to your family, Ruth followed her. So she took her risk, left the familiar ground, left her comfort zone so that she can follow her destiny pusher. Another point, the microwave generation, they expect things to be handed to them versus putting in the work. When we look at Ruth, Ruth walked from Moab to Bethlehem. That's a seven to ten day journey on foot. So she put in the work. Then she gets to Bethlehem and she goes to work to glean the fields so that she can provide for her mother-in-law. What is gleaning? Gleaning is collecting leftovers from fields and it was considered a poor man's job. So here she is collecting leftovers. But for this microwave instant generation, you just want that check to be handed to you instantly. That connection just to be handed to you instantly. But Ruth put in some work. She walked seven to ten days and when she got there, she began to work. So this microwave generation, they just want things to happen instant. But when you look at the case of Ruth, Yes, Naomi was her destiny helper, was her destiny pusher, but there's some effort. There was some effort on Ruth's side. She did put in some work. So when Boaz noticed Ruth, he asked, who is she? Who is this lady? And he was given a good report of how hardworking she was and how she was providing for her mother-in-law. When we look at the microwave generation, they most likely have nothing to show. They have no report. But they're expecting that help to fall down. But Ruth had a good report. They had something good to say about her. 
She was hardworking. She had come with her mother-in-law all the way from a different nation. And she got here and she went to work so that she can provide for her. So Ruth had a good report. The microwave generation most likely have nothing to show. They have no report. You see, when you work for something, you value and appreciate it. Why? Because you know the cost it took you. You know the effort. You know how much time it took to do it. You know the strength it took. You know the resources it took. You put in work. But when something is just handed to you, sometimes you tend to take it for granted. Hence my topic, Destiny Pusher. Because here was Ruth with her destiny helper. Boaz did just not fall on her lap. She had to put in some work. She had to position herself. She had to make sacrifices. She had to take risks for her to get to that place where she was married to Boaz. And now she did not have to work on that field, but she was an owner of the field. Let's look at another case of Mephibosheth in 2 Samuel chapter 9. Well, for him, it happened in a different way. And David was looking for someone to bless. And he was told, yes, there is Mephibosheth. But this man is lame and he lives in a dry place called Lodibar. But David sent for him. And David said, you know, from today onwards, you're going to eat at the king's table. So we can say David was Mephibosheth's destiny helper. And things just happened to him like real quick and instant. But if we look at Mephibosheth, we never heard about him again. If we look at Ruth, we know the impact that she left. So when you have that pusher, that means you're putting work. You're making an effort. You're giving your strength. You're giving it your all. You're most likely going to leave an impact a footprint, a history maker, than when something is just handed to you. Yes, I love Mephibosheth, and I love that story. I'm not discrediting the story. It's a wonderful story. It's a beautiful story. But if you really want to make an impact, put some work into it. Do something. Don't just sit there and be that microwave generation that's waiting for Things to just fall down in their laps. Help to just fall down in their lap. Do something. Put some work into it. Be like Ruth. Take that risk. Make that sacrifice. And watch your life change as your destiny pusher is brought into your life. This was yours truly, Rose Chico, with Building the Ark podcast. Be intentional. Reevaluate. And implement.